0: Hello and welcome back to The Addicted Austenite, your one-stop podcast for all things Jane Austen. So in the last few episodes we've gone through Jane's life um, and there's been a little film review as well to break things up. Um, So carrying on from that now I'm going to be taking an in-depth look at Jane's novels. Um, I'm going to be looking at the ideas um, within them. I'm going to be looking at the historical events that are in the background of them as well, and we're really going to dive in. Um, I'm going to be looking at them in chronological order of publication. Um, it doesn't really change things too much, except that Northanger Abbey goes at the end uh, with Persuasion, and I much prefer it when I can talk about those two novels sort of next to each other. So, this means that we are going to be starting with Sense and Sensibility. It is the first novel that Jane wrote and the first to be published as well. Um, It was originally titled Eleanor and Marianne, um, based on, of course, the two Dashwood sisters that are the heroines of the novel. But it got changed to Sense and Sensibility when Jane published it in the 1810s. And these days, sensibility isn't something that we consider very much. So that's what this episode is about. I'm going to be talking to you about the idea of sensibility. Sensibility isn't a word that we seem to use nowadays. Um, you can still offend someone's sensibilities. Um, But that's not the kind of sensibility that Jane is talking about. Academically, in the the dictionary, sensibility uh, is defined thusly. It's the quality of being able to appreciate and respond to complex emotional or aesthetic influences. Or a quality of delicate sensitivity that makes one liable to be offended or shocked. So they're quite different definitions actually. And the first one definitely doesn't apply to Marianne um, in Sense and Sensibility, as Marianne is the the sensibility part of that title, Um, Eleanor, of course, being the sense. The second one, possibly, would be Marianne, Um, the idea of a heightened sensitivity um, being offended or shocked quite easily. But that still doesn't Quite get to the root of the sensibility that Jane is talking about in this novel. Indeed, what she actually seems to be talking about in this novel is a literary movement called the Cult of Sensibility. And in that sense, Sense and Sensibility is very much like Northanger Abbey. Um, in both novels, Jane is lampooning a literary style. Um, and putting, putting out her opinions on these movements. These days, we still have a pretty good idea of what a gothic novel is. We understand the gothic aesthetic uh, that she's lampooning in, in Northanger Abbey. But Sense and Sensibility seems to have fallen by the wayside a little bit, and we don't really think about it that much anymore. Hopefully this episode is going to rectify that a little bit. So the first mentions that we find of sort of the solid idea of sensibility comes from the essay concerning human understanding by John Locke in 1690. And it talks about the idea of this heightened sensibility and this connection to your emotions. And more and more people started to look at this and take it on board. And it became quickly to be known as the English malady. And the symptoms that are described for sensibility in women, um, it was very heavily genderised and women were much more likely to be considered um, of a nature of sensibility than men but for women the symptoms seem to be in line with what would later be called hysteria um, which of course the Victorians had a lot of fun with bloody Victorians um, anyway <laughs> and for men the symptoms of sensibility seemed to be what would now be a diagnosis of depression actually and though at the time it Seems to be referred to as hypochondria. Now, given those symptoms and the ideas of hysteria and hypochondria, you would be forgiven for thinking that sensibility was something not to be aiming for, um, that it wasn't a good way to be. However, um, it seems that sensibility was widely perceived as a virtue. Um, It the idea of having more sensitive nerves and being more in touch with your emotions means that you had keener senses and you were more aware of, you know, beauty and truth and had better morals and things like that. And this is what leads to the literary movement of sensibility. So the literary idea of sensibility coincides with the invention really of the novel in the 18th century novels were a new thing before then it was all plays and poems and academic texts you didn't particularly have novels as we know them today and sensibility grew out of this because there was really no room for it anywhere else you could have ridiculous characters in a play that's that's fine but with the novel you had more chance to sort of widen that idea and to focus on it as well and these novels became known as sentimental novels and these sentimental novels featured characters that were prone to sensibility Um, They were often weeping and fainting and having fits of reactions, very, very loud emotions in, in that sense. And again, this was presented as a really good thing. The idea that you're more connected with the world when you're presented with these stimuli that will make you weep and scream and have these really strong reactions. And you can really see where Marianne Dashwood has come out of that. That really sort of describes her character. Of course, in Sense and Sensibility, Jane is ridiculing these attributes in people. And she wasn't the only one that was critical of cult of sensibility. There was a big backlash against this idea. And largely audiences saw it as unnecessary histrionics at best and at worst it was a sign of narcissism because you're so wrapped up in your own emotions and your own interpretation of the world that you are ignoring everybody else and this is what we see in Sense and Sensibility. With Marianne we get to see her go from being this self-centered girl who lives to feel and spends her life like She's in a novel, you know, she's always declaring her emotions and standing out in the rain and crying over Mr. Willoughby. It's all very dramatic. And we watch her evolve into a woman who's more sensible than sensibility and sort of comes out of herself and she starts to take in the world around her as well. In Marianne, Jane is setting out her ideas and her thoughts on this idea sensibility and overall she's not that impressed by it but that doesn't mean that jane thinks that sense is the best way to go that's the definite opposite to sensibility and that's how you should be instead through the novel we do get to see marianne's sensibilities actually influence eleanor who is so much sense that it's painful to her, it's detrimental to her character. And we get to sort of see the sisters take the best of both parts of them and merge into each other so that they can both have a happy life at the end of the novel. So with Sense and Sensibility, Jane is doing what she does best and she is looking at the literary styles and she is lampooning the ridiculous over-the-top nature of the people that subscribe to that way of being. Of course, she isn't saying that you shouldn't feel altogether, but she's looking at the world around her and she is advising people not to be quite so irrational and so, well, dramatic, really. She is down to earth and she is saying, look, it's all well and good if you want to feel like that and you want to idealise this this way of living, but these are the consequences that could happen if you choose to be that way. And that is Jane doing what she does best. She is holding up society to scrutinise and she is making us think about ourselves and how we behave with the people we interact with. And that's why Jane is still so relevant today because... These ideas haven't gone away and history is cyclical. These ideas will wax and wane and Jane's novels will forever be there to say, this is what can happen. This is what will go wrong. Just before I wrap this episode up, um, I would like to make a distinction between sensibility and romanticism. Um, both they seem quite similar on the surface it's all about your emotions and being in touch with the world around you um but they are actually quite different um with sensibility um as we touched on earlier, it's definitely more about the self about you and about your emotions. And romanticism is concerned with the self and the emotions that you feel, but it's how those emotions let you see the world um, and how you can interpret the things that you see and understand other people as well. And that's really the the main distinction. Um, Of course, sensibility came first and is often seen as a forerunner to romanticism, but it, romanticism is definitely its own idea so that wraps up this episode about sensibility and just exactly what jane was trying to say with the character of marianne dashwood i really hope you've enjoyed it uh, if you have like comment subscribe share it with your friends all those sorts of things that i tell you to do every week you can find me on facebook as katherine price author or on twitter as kath author uh, so do drop me a line and let me know what you felt now next week there isn't going to be an episode of the addicted us tonight um i'm quite busy next weekend so i'm going to be taking a break from it uh, for a week and I, I don't think i'm going to just have the time to to do this i'm afraid um but i will be coming back the week after and we'll continue the in-depth look at sense and sensibility Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And as ever, happy reading your faithful servant, the author.